you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG, Marcus Grant. Still fully vaccinated, still dodging variants like Neo in the Matrix. Big show for you. As always, we are joined by producer Justin and the specialist on the other side of the glass over there. Uh, I was joking that they're going to make a Marvel movie about them called the, the special. You know, it's going to be the sequel to Eternals. It'll be Specialist. Okay. It's going to be. Right. Yeah. So, uh, of course, I'm joined here to my left by the one and only Michael F. Florio. And uh, you've got an upgrade on the uh, the wrist brace there, man. Yeah, this one is, uh, I usually take it off for tapings, but I just figured I'd leave it on today. I found out yesterday, uh, like, a couple more weeks and I'm good. Sweet. I could take it off. I cannot wait. That's going to be great when you have, like, use of both your hands. Yeah, it's, it's weird just having, like, four fingers on this hand. And then I'm, so I'm very much looking forward to it. We are looking forward to that as well. Uh, we got plenty to talk about. We're going to ask the question, is it time to worry about Jalen Hurts? Uh, we'll have your sleepers for Week 10. And, of course, we're going to go through all the games on the Thursday and Sunday schedule. But first, let's get going with some fantasy headlines, if we will. Uh, we will start in Cleveland 
where COVID-19 once again has raised its ugly head. Nick Chubb, Demetric Felton have tested positive for the virus. Uh, John Kelly also uh, unavailable this week. So as of the moment, as we record this show, Dearness Johnson is the only healthy running back that the Browns have. Uh, so how far does he move up your rankings because of this? I haven't made the switch official yet, but if he's the starter, I think, looking at the rankings now, I think he's like a top 15 running back. Like, maybe just outside top 15, but I definitely think he's in that like 13, 14, through maybe like 16 range. We saw what happened the last time that Nick Chubb was out. He got a good bulk of the work he looked the part like he he was you know he won over twitter he put up great numbers um and this time it could even be better because there's no felton there felton was taking some passes away from him as like that kareem hunt role it could be even better than it was on thursday night football a couple weeks ago i'm interested to see i mean obviously if he's the starter he gets the majority of the work there but the last few weeks the patriots have not been particularly great against running backs defensively the patriots have been pretty good all year long but they've given up some yards and some fantasy points uh, on the ground to the position. So this could be a really big opportunity for Johnson. If you had him, if you held on to him, uh, good for you because you have sort of maybe backed your way into something pretty special this week. Um, if he's still out there, go get him because uh, yeah. there's a big workload potentially coming for him this week. Um, in Carolina, Sam Darnold is going to miss several weeks uh, as he's got a shoulder injury. This is per Ian Rappaport and others. Um, it looks, at least in the short term, like P.J. Walker is going to be the guy. Well, they did sign Matt Barkley. It's like a USC reunion down there uh, in Charlotte because uh, Matt Barkley has signed. I Don't pick up Matt Barkley. Don't. No. Don't, don't do it. Uh, but, you know, we talked a little bit about this. I mean, P.J. Walker, this, this feels like at least better news or it can't be worse news for guys like DJ Moore no it, it can't be I, I want to give credit to who it, it was Chris Towers from CBS but he put out this out on Twitter Darnold has thrown 160 passes in the last decade there's been 373 quarterbacks who've thrown 160 or more passes in a season he ranks 372nd in yards per attempt Oof. 371st in touchdown percentage and 370th in interception percentage so it literally can't get any worse with PJ Walker coming in I know Walker Walker has struggled in the the little bit that we have seen him. I'm not interested in Walker uh, for fantasy, but I think it it doesn't hurt Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore, who I think are the only two pieces that you should be starting in this offense. At this point, that's kind of all you can count on. Maybe a change at quarterback can sort of kickstart this offense and and make everybody a little bit better. Um, All right, over to Arizona. Chase Edmonds. Uh, had an ankle injury that he suffered on Sunday against the 49ers. Suffered that very early in the game. Missed the the entirety of the game, essentially. Um, they're saying it's a high ankle sprain. Could be out for a number of weeks. We saw, obviously, James Conner just go wild, scoring three touchdowns right after that. But, you know, Benjamin ended up scoring a touchdown in that game as well. He trucked Dre Kirkpatrick. Yikes. <laughs> um, but now there's talk that, uh, you know, Benjamin could get a bigger role in the Arizona offense. So is he worth you know, a waiver ad, at least in the short term? I think so, because it could be a multi-week absence for uh, for Chase Edmonds. James Conner is obviously going to be the lead back, but he can't do it all himself. This is a team that basically since Cliff Kingsbury the last couple of years has been there, like they like to utilize that second running back as well. Um, so I, I think, you know, Benjamin does have a role. I think he could see like, you know, 10 touches, something like that, maybe each week. Deeper option, more of a flex play, but I think he's worth rostering, especially because James Conner's not the most durable running back, and if he goes down in, in like, next week, then Eno Benjamin is the starter on one of the best offenses in football. Well, I think that part about James Conner's durability is why – 
you know, Benjamin is going to see a, a sizable role in this offense. I think the Cardinals are aware of that, and I don't think they want to necessarily try to load up Connor with 25 touches a game just because you don't know if he's going to break down. So Benjamin's certainly worth an add, and uh, if the matchup is right, I think he's worth being in there in a flex spot. Uh, I think I tweeted something about Eno Benjamin, and somebody responded with, that's not a real person. <laughs> he's absolutely he real. He won angry runs this week. Yeah, man. He trucking Dre Kirkpatrick. Uh, he was a star at Arizona State. I'm just saying. I watch, I watch a lot of Pac-12 after dark. <laughs> Seen a lot of Eno Benjamin. That's all I know. Um, so part of the reason I put this story in this spot is because sort of like a, a baseball manager who's trying to buy time for somebody in the bullpen, I'm trying to buy time to figure out what's going to happen with Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> um, obviously, he is a free agent right now. He wants to pick his own team. There are a handful of teams that are in the mix here. Uh, the Patriots reportedly are in, the Packers, Saints, Chiefs, and Seahawks. There's also a sixth, apparently, mystery team uh, that has not necessarily named itself yet. So we'll see what happens with Odell. Chances are he will sign immediately after we finish recording the show <laughs> because that's what happens to us here. But, um, I mean, right now, does it matter where he goes or should he be on rosters regardless? I think that he it's been a roller coaster ride for Odell. Just last week I was like, well, he's still on Cleveland. We could drop him. He wasn't traded. But then he got cut and I think he 100% should be picked up. I picked him up myself in a couple leagues. He was still out there because if he signs with Green Bay and all of a sudden now he's the number 2 target getting one-on-one coverage opposite of Devontae Adams from Aaron Rodgers like yeah like that the Chiefs I think the Seahawks too is a little bit of an appealing spot I wouldn't love him as much if he went to like New England because I still think he's a good receiver. I'm not so sure he's still that elite Odell that he was a few years ago. Also, I mean, look, Mac Jones is growing into the job, but I think there's still a ways for him to go. And I don't know that uh, Odell gives you the sort of production you would want if he goes to New England versus, say, a Green Bay, a Kansas City, even a Seattle uh, at this point. Well, I am curious to see who the sixth mystery team is. Um we already knocked off, like, the Giants and the Browns. So, like, we're down to, you know, that cuts down a few options there. We're down to, like, 25 other teams. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're, we're slowly whittling it down. That's all it is. Um, normally, we don't do a Monday night recap, but I felt like this Monday night game from a couple days ago had a lot of fantasy intrigue to it. Uh, on the field, the Steelers hang on to beat the Bears when uh, Cairo Santos comes up well short on a 65-yard field goal attempt. I mean, no shame there. It's a 65-yard attempt. Um, but... A couple of big things. One, Justin Fields got you over 18 fantasy points. Second straight week, he's had 18 or more fantasy points. I know we were saying that we wanted to see more until we felt confident in putting him in lineups. Have you gained that confidence now in him? I'm not I'm not quite there yet, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the cusp. Like Because two weeks ago when he had that 25-point game, it was all with his legs. And it was on that one miraculous touchdown run especially. And we were like, we still need to see him do more as a passer. I felt like this was his breakout game as a passer. Like this throw right here to Allen Robinson, he had one over the middle to Cole Komet. That was really great. He, the placement on his throws was awesome on Monday night. He threw for more yards in the second half than he has in any other game this year. So, and, and I actually put it on Twitter. I said, I feel like this could be that drive where after the Steelers took the lead and he led the Bears down the field, took the lead. I know they didn't hold on, but I was like, that feels like a drive that at the end of the year we'll point back and be like, that's when everything clicked for the Bears. So definitely intrigued. Want him on my rosters. Not sure if he's like a must-start just yet. Uh, I would I would agree. Um 
partially just because the Bears' offense still is not good. It's yeah. not fun to watch. It was it was in third and long pretty much all night long. But as people pointed out on Twitter as the game went along, there were moments when Justin Fields stepped up and made some nice throws and showed you why he was drafted where he was. So uh, I'm with you. I think we're turning a corner on Justin Fields, but um, he's not a guy that we're just automatically plugging into lineups every week. If if Allen Robinson was dropped, are you picking him up after this this past Monday? Probably, and probably back in. Yeah. That long catch and run <laughs> at the end, that probably got me back in. That's all I needed Dave. to see. So I'm back. So He could still play. He could still play. Not him. They just got to get, get a quarterback and get him the ball. That's all. Um, Khalil Herbert. So, you know, I had been saying that I still thought he was going to have a role when David Montgomery was back. He played 10 snaps. That's it. And it looks like Montgomery is back to being the workhorse. So is it still worth holding on to Herbert now? Only as a handcuff, because we're, we're getting to the point of the year where handcuffs are more valuable because buys are behind us uh, uh, for a lot of teams, not all of them. We still have a few to go. But uh, I, I think only if you have Montgomery as a handcuff is he worth holding on to. Uh, probably. That's probably the case. I really thought they would work him in more. Same. Maybe they do, but he was not a factor at all uh, on Monday. Who was a factor was Pat Fryermuth. Um, I know the, the the guys down the fantasy footballers they loved it they do their mooth is luth thing <laughs> uh, had a couple of touchdowns over the last four weeks he is the tight end four a lot of that on the strength of those touchdown catches so I ask is this sustainable for him the rest of the year I mean I don't think he's gonna catch three touchdowns every two games but I. I'm intrigued with him. I think he is one of those like high-end tight end twos that when he catches a touchdown could be a tight end one. I, I don't see how they could take him off the field for Eric Ebron at this point. Like, So I, I am intrigued. I think he's worth rostering, but I don't think what he's given us the last two weeks is sustainable. I think part of the reason we sort of liked him is just you know matchups and, and that sort of thing. I mean, he's getting targets. He's not necessarily getting a ton of yards, mostly because Ben's not throwing for a ton of yards, so that's going to be a problem. But I always say this, we're thirsty for tight ends. And anybody who catches the football and anybody who catches touchdowns, yeah. uh, you know, they're going to be interesting for us. And that's where Pratt Fryermuth is. Uh, ben, uh, ben looked like he put everything he had into that one pass <laughs> like 40 yards. And I'm like, man, we see quarterbacks flick their wrists for 40 yards. This guy is he all out heaving the ball. It's whole like, body throws for it, Ben Roethlisberger. It's brutal to watch him. Like him moving around in the pocket, it's, it's getting tough to watch. I mean, he was never the most mobile guy to begin with. But now, it's yeah, it's, it's it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> uh, we do have some teams on a bye. Four teams are on a bye in Week 10. They are the Bears, the Bengals, the Texans, and the Giants. Some of the notable players that will be off this week at quarterback, you got Joe Burrow and Justin Fields. Your running backs missing time, Joe, Mo- uh, Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery, who we just got back in our lives. Uh, the wide receivers that are out, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, Brandon Cooks. Uh, and Allen Robinson, because I said I'm back in on him, so we throw him <laughs> back on this list. Tight end, you're not missing a ton. CJ Uzama may be the most notable tight end name uh, that is out this week. So uh, adjust your lineups accordingly as we get ready for Week 10. That'll get us to a break, and we will dive in to Week 10 with some of the big questions ahead of us, including should we give up on the Javante Williams RB1 dream? That's next on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 
All right, we got our three big questions heading into week 10. Uh, first one. After a run of 20-point games, Jalen Hurts gave us 11, and then he gave us 16. Uh, I mean, it's not full-on panic time, but should we start to be at least a little worried about Jalen Hurts? Uh, I'm not too worried about him for fantasy. I still think he'll be around 20 points each week, I think. Last week was a closer game, and what we've kind of learned is, like, when the games are close or Eagles are playing with the lead, it's bad for Jalen Hurts. <laughs> we need him in, like, super catch-up mode. So I'm not panicking just yet. I will say, though, I don't love the matchup this week against Denver. Uh, that's a tough defense, and I think that could be a closer scoring game. So I actually have him outside the top 12 this week for the first time, I think, all year. But... I'm still not panicking about him. I think I think the reason to not panic is mostly because this is probably about what we should have anticipated from him to begin with. That that run of 20-point games, I think we all knew was unsustainable, especially when well, there were times he was in the third quarter with, like, five point. points, right, or something <laughs> like that, and he somehow gets you 20. Like, that, that wasn't sustainable throughout the year. So maybe we don't panic on him yet, and maybe he goes back to being kind of the matchup-based guy that – we sort of thought he would be at the start of the year. So uh, it's not you, Jalen. It's it's us, actually, in this situation. Um, Javante Williams. I thought uh, we all believed that probably by this point in the year he was going to take over that top job in Denver from Melvin Gordon. That hasn't really happened. So is the idea of Javante Williams as Denver's RB1, at least for this season, is that dream dead now? I I think so. Like, they they didn't trade Melvin Gordon. They didn't move on from him. And, and he's been getting a good amount of work. Like, they split carries. They split targets. They split snaps. And... In fact, it's actually Melvin Gordon who's getting a couple of more touches per week than it is Javante Williams, and he's getting the valuable touches near the goal line. He's got four rushing touchdowns. William has just one, two receiving to Williams, one. So while he's getting the touchdowns, it really just makes Javante Williams not even an RB2, in my opinion. It makes him a, a flex option and one with like that's more of a safer floor type than a high ceiling. So I still think like next year Javante Williams' RB1 is alive, but for this season, I don't think so. I yeah I don't necessarily expect Melvin Gordon to be back in Denver next year, and so that's going to impact what happens with Javante Williams. But the fact the fact is, Gordon is playing well enough to stay in the spot he's in. I mean, if you're Denver, why why would you make the change? Because Gordon has given you decent production week in and week out. The rotation is working for you, so there's no reason really to change it. Um, and you know the AFC West still very much up for grabs right now. Everybody's bunched together, so if, if you're the Broncos, you're not going to make any drastic changes. So for us, uh, while we believed Williams is going to take over the job, uh, I think it's fair to, to say that's probably not going to happen, at least the way we wanted it to. It, it kind of makes me think, though, like we need to do a better job of evaluating this. Like For a real-life purpose, it makes sense to keep Melvin Gordon involved this year and to keep the, like let the rookie learn from the veteran a bit. And like we all just in fantasy are always like, <laughs> bring in the new guy! Like, it, it doesn't always happen. Uh, you know, well, speaking of bringing in the new guy, the 49ers, uh, so on Sunday, I tweeted that as the Niners were getting trucked by Eno Benjamin um, and somebody named Chris Streveler was you know throwing the ball, um, I said that, you know, if the Niners lose this game, does this mean we turn to Trey Lance? And, you know, it, it seemed reasonable. They were 3-5. and five. The offense wasn't really doing much. Uh, and then I looked on Monday morning at the, the NFC standings and realized that even at 3-5, and five, the Niners are still in the playoff race. They're still in the chase for that third wild card spot. Throw in the fact that over the last two weeks, your QB1 is one Jimmy Garoppolo. So how much longer do you think we have to wait uh, for Trey Lance to take over that starting job. 
Uh, maybe this is just me getting, it probably is just me getting too excited. But after I saw your tweet, I was like, no, that makes sense. Let me look. They play the Rams this week. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get Trey Lance at all this week. No. But if they lose and they're sitting at 3-6, and six, they get the Jaguars the week after. And that seems like a soft spot to make the transition. Uh, I, I'm kind of speculating that it's going to come soon because Jimmy G's not playing poorly, but he's also not lifting you and leading you to win. So I think if you already know he's not the answer after this season, if you fall to three and six, I think there is a chance that they might be like, all right, now we got to we gotta see what we have in Trey Lance here. But maybe not. Maybe they view it as the Jaguars are a chance to get back in the race. I, I'm not sure. So this is where, you know, the – I mean, obviously, look, the – the coaching staff and the front office isn't taking notes from the fan base, but the fan base is already crying out for Trey Lance. We sort of know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. We've seen this movie. Let's see what the young kid can do. Uh, but Kyle Shanahan has been very hesitant to really turn things over to the rookie. And so I, I think I, you know, I think they're going to try to ride with Garoppolo as long as possible. Um, and, again, because the NFC is so, so top-heavy and you got a whole bunch of teams sort of in the mix – uh, I, I get the feeling we may be forced to wait longer than we wanted to. I say that as somebody who has Trey Lance in a couple of spots. <laughs> Same. And I'm, I'm itching to plug him in. Um, but Kyle Shanahan just doesn't seem interested in doing that. Although they went to Brandon Ayuk, so that's good. Yeah. He's back. The, so the only thing, like, if they lose this week, they're going to be one of, like, eight teams that are 3-6 and six right. in the NFC. I Like, you're still alive, but at what point are you, like, it, we're it's really not, not. It's not realistic. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. Uh, All right, so that gets us to our game previews. Of course, we talk about every game on the Thursday and Sunday slate, breaking them down. Let's start with the Thursday night game, Ravens at Dolphins. Uh, Where are we going for start sits, bewares, whatever? I think Mike Kosicki is a must-start tight end this week. And basically kind of moving forward, the guy has shown us to have a safe floor, over nine fantasy points. Uh, Basically since week three on, he's got one game with less than nine fantasy points, and it's with eight. He's got a bunch of games with double digits, over a couple over 20. And then the Ravens give up the most fantasy points to tight ends. So I think this is a game where Baltimore will have a lead. Miami will have to throw. And Ravens are also a little bit tough on receivers. So I think Kosicki could be their top target this week and just and like have a, a pretty nice fantasy week. I'm starting him everywhere I have. I know we all were sort of on Tyler Conklin as a sleeper last week. And he didn't have a touchdown, but he had five catches for 45 yards, which, look, if you're streaming tight ends and you get pretty much 10 points out of the position, you know, you should be okay with that. So, so Gasicki feels like a good start there. Uh, Saints at the Titans. I'm going to say you should beware of Adrian Peterson in this one. And, you know, we, we sort of said that last week, too, against the Rams. He did have a rushing touchdown. But that was kind of it. Just 21 rushing yards. I think he had one catch for five yards here. The the Titans, regardless of what Mike Vrabel says about the offense, they're going to have to throw the football more. On top of it, the Saints have been very good against running games. So I I see Peterson maybe getting more work. He'll have a full week of practice so he can sort of, you know, get acclimated to everything. Um, But I, I don't. I just don't love this matchup for Adrian Peterson. You know, they're still going to rotate Deontay Foreman, Jeremy McNichols in. This, this just doesn't feel like a good spot to put him back in your lineup here. Yeah, I don't I don't love this matchup at all. The Saints are tough, and he's not going to get involved in the passing game. Like, that's going to go to Jeremy McNichols, like you said. So I, I, I don't love AP this week either. Although, Dante Foreman is someone I'm, I'm taking, like, a speculative add on in a lot of leagues, just in case. Eh, not a bad idea. I uh, plugged him into a lineup because I was desperate, and uh, I think I got, like, you know, 10, 15 yards out of him. So yeah. Wasn't great. 
Wasn't great, Quite but great. I'm just a- AP looked a little slow to me on Sunday. So I mean, Father Time catches up to all of us pretty much. So even Frank Gore, even Frank Gore, who by the way is boxing now. <laughs> Frank Gore is boxing. He's going to fight former uh, NBA player Darren Williams. I don't get it. The, the timeline in this matrix or whatever, it's, it, the simulation is weird now. simulation it's, is all out of whack now. <laughs> I don't understand it. I love you, Frank Gore. Why are you doing this? Please don't do this. I'm begging you. <laughs> Man. Do you think he backs out if he gets an NFL offer? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think so, too. Absolutely. If somebody calls, you know, then maybe the Browns call because they need running back. Yeah. The Browns call, then I think the fight's off. <laughs> Browns, do us a solid, please. This is the part of the show where I tell you to follow us on TikTok because we're on TikTok, at NFL Fantasy, on TikTok. I'm saying it's on TikTok. Uh, And then there's this, right? There's me on TikTok, at Marcus Grant. (laughs) Yeah, I do more than just sip coffee and stare weirdly at the screen. Well, check it out. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if that was coffee or a bowl of cereal at first when I first. Uh, it's just a big giant mug, and it can be whatever you want it to be, whatever, uh, <laughs> whatever makes you most excited. Uh, but go ahead, go follow us on at NFL Fantasy. You can follow me at Marcus. Marcus Grant. puts great videos out there. Definitely go give him a follow. Thanks, I appreciate that. Go, go check it out. Uh, all right, back to our game previews. We will start with the Falcons at the Cowboys. Uh, aside from it being the Dan Quinn revenge game. Oh yeah. Uh, well, where where are you looking here? This, uh, this game kind of seems straightforward. You know, like, the big names to play. So I wanted to talk about Michael Gallup, who has kind of been a forgotten man since we haven't seen him play football since week one two months ago. But he is still a very good wide receiver. I mean, he is a downfield threat for this team. He could be a contested catch receiver, maybe used in the red zone. I know they have a lot of mouths to feed here, but this is a Cowboys team that got embarrassed last week. I think they're going to come out with something to prove this week in a very favorable matchup against the Falcons. So if you've been waiting on Gallup or you picked him up, I, I think you could flex him. I uh, I have been sitting on Gallup for a while, so I'm very interested to see how my lineup shakes out because I may put him in, uh, which on paper it's a pretty good matchup. So we'll see. Um, Browns at the Patriots. Uh, we talked about the Browns running back situation. And uh, I will say this. I think you can sit Baker Mayfield in this one because, look, Baker, even in the big win – uh, was not particularly great. Didn't throw for a ton of yards. Now he gets to face the Patriots, who defensively, uh, they've figured out how to slow down quarterbacks. I mean, part of how this Patriots team is still in the race in the AFC East is by playing defense, being just good enough on offense, not making a lot of big mistakes. This just doesn't feel like an opportunity to get Baker in. He's very much a matchup-based starter. Um and this is just not a great matchup. And especially if they're going to be shorthanded at running back, you know, I, I feel like this is a situation where I, I don't want any parts, really, of the Browns' offense at all this week. Remember the cycle you were talking about yes. the other day? Yes. I, he played well last week, right. which so means he's... He's going to be back to playing, like, not so well, <laughs> So that's that's kind of where that's going to go. Um, Vikings at Chargers, uh, which uh, on paper seems like could be an interesting matchup. We were talking how the Vikings... It seems like their record should be better than what it is. Really should be. They've they've had so many like down to the wire losses. Yeah. So uh, where are we going uh, for this one? I think you could start Mike Williams, and I know a couple weeks ago that would have seemed very obvious, but he had 16 targets four games ago. Since then, five, five, five. He hasn't topped double-digit fantasy points, and in, in fact, he hasn't topped eight fantasy points in any of those games. But 
I still think Mike Williams, in a favorable matchup like this against the Vikings, who are in the top 10 uh, in fantasy points allowed to receivers, I think he can still get the job done there. I, I don't love that Keenan Allen is getting all the volume, but we saw last week he is still the, the receiver they will use to take shots down the field. He just needs to connect on one of those and get back into our good graces in fantasy. So I'm still starting him where I have him, which is in a lot of leagues. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, he was way above expectations before and he's been below expectations the last few weeks so now hopefully he kind of course corrects he's not a wide receiver one like we thought early on but i don't think he's someone that should be on the waiver wire like he's been the last couple of weeks right exactly no i agree with that um panthers at cardinals next up on the slate and uh look we talked about sam darnold and the quarterback situation and you know it'll probably be pj walker that's getting the start the Cardinals' defense feels like a must-start here. Uh, that, that Carolina offense has been an absolute mess for the last month plus. I mean, they started three and zero, and since then it has all fallen apart for them. Meanwhile, the Cardinals have been very good defensively pretty much all year long, even. After losing J.J. Watt, they have figured out uh, how to slow other teams down. I mean, they, they pretty much shut down the 49ers for the most part on Sunday. Uh, I I would trust the Niner offense more than I trust the Panthers offense right now. So if you got the Cardinals, uh, this feels like a, a must-start situation for them. And, and, yeah, like you said, it doesn't matter who they – like, they lost Watt on defense, but on offense last week, like, no Kyler, no D. It doesn't matter. It matter. Like, this team just keeps on rolling along. So, yeah, I, I think this they are – they're my number one defense this week. Probably. Um, I mean, just the Panthers have been a mess. So, there it is. Uh, Bills at the Jets. Your Bills looking to sort of uh, lick their wounds after a really <laughs> surprising loss. Uh, the good news is Josh Allen won't be terrorized by Josh Allen this week. Um, but uh, what, what what fantasy things should we be doing here? The real good news is I don't have to keep hearing about how Josh <laughs> Allen had a better day than Josh <laughs> Allen. Um, but I think in this one you could start Devin Singletary. In fact, I have him, as of right now, ranked ahead of some big names like Antonio Gibson wow. because I, right now Zach Moss is still in the concussion protocol. If he comes out and does play this Sunday, that obviously lowers Devin Singletary a good amount. But if he is the lead back... It could be a monstrous day for him. The Jets allow 39 fantasy points per game to running backs. No other team is allowing over 30. So they are by far the best matchup. They allow the most catches, the most yards, the most touchdowns. You pick a stat, running backs have gashed the Jets this year. And what I really like is Devin Singletary last week had eight targets. So I think if Zach Moss is out, Devin Singletary becomes someone that you could start with confidence this week. He absolutely was in my list of sleepers this week for all the reasons you mentioned. But uh, keep an eye on Zach Moss because if he does play, then that changes the, uh, the yeah. situation quite a bit. Uh, all right, so those are some of our starts and sits. We'll have more a little bit later on in the show. But if you want even more than that, you should check out the Stardom Sit'em Show, which airs 4 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays in the NFL Fantasy app, the NFL app, uh, NFL.com, YouTube channel. There's Rank, there's Kimmy, there's Florio, there's Money Guns. Yep. It's, uh, it's a good time. All right, there's, there's air horns. Um, I don't know. Are there air horns? There, there's air horns. We do club dub, which is See? like the 25 plus players. It's a good time. And and sometimes me and Rank disagree and we, we go back and forth a little bit. So uh, it's always just a fun show. You guys should definitely tune in. Absolutely. Check it out uh, if you have not already. That'll get us to another break. And when we return, can we keep counting on Dallas Goddard to give us consistent production in fantasy football? We will dive into that after the break on the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility 
dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. All right, let's talk the Rams at the 49ers on Monday night. And specifically, let's talk about George Kittle, who came back finally after an extended absence with an injury last week and uh, gave us 100 yards, scored a touchdown. So does that mean he's back to being a set-it-and-forget-it starter again? Yeah, I think so. The, the first two weeks of the season were weird where he had five and four targets. One of those games, he had negative six air yards. But this past week, eight targets. He's had eight or more now in three of the last three games that he's played over a season high in air yards. I He's back to a top three tight end up there with Kelsey and Waller that you just you start him and you never think twice. I mean, that was the reason you spent a lot of draft capital to get him was four games like we saw from him on Sunday. So hopefully he's healthy uh, and the Niners keep using him the way they have in the past. They play on Monday night, by the way, uh, against the Rams. We'll talk about that on Monday's show. Uh, next up, though, the Eagles and the Broncos, they play on Sunday, and that gets us to Dallas Goddard's who uh, really seems to have thrived now that uh, Zach Ertz is in Arizona. So can we rely on Dallas Goddard for consistent volume and production the rest of the way? I think so. I, I think in this Eagles passing game, it's it's Goddard and Devonta Smith, and that's kind of it. Like, those are the two unquestioned target. I, I don't think he has, like, the highest ceiling, but I think he's, like, a reliable tight end that could give you double digits around, like, you know, 10, 11, 12 fantasy points each week, maybe a little bit more if he catches a touchdown. And that's – consistency is the hardest thing to find at the tight end position. So he's giving it that – we should celebrate that. We have Absolutely should. And, and this is what I think we wanted for Dallas Goddard from the start of the year, going back to the offseason when it looked early on like the Eagles were going to trade Zach Ertz before the season even started. Once we got into the year, Ertz was there. It became more of a you know a split situation. But now with Ertz gone, this is the Dallas Goddard show. And uh, until they can find some consistent answers at wide receiver, not named Devontae Smith, um, there are going to be plenty of targets for, uh, for Zach Ertz there. All right. That'll bring us back to our game previews. We'll get back in it with the Seahawks and the Packers. And uh, Russ is telling us he's back, so that means he's back in our lineups, right? Yeah, I, I start Russell Wilson. I know it might sound a little obvious, but people sometimes get scared of playing a player their first game back off of an injury. Russell Wilson has been cleared by his personal doctor, by the Seahawks doctors. He's cleared by me to get back to the <laughs> starting lineup. So if you've been waiting on Russ, some people were able to get him off the waiver wire. What? Get him back in your starting lineup, right? Yeah, he was dropped in a couple of I, – I don't know why, but people dropped him. I am I am floored by that. Uh, why would you drop Russell Wilson? But, yeah, if he's back and he's playing for the Seahawks, he's playing for you. Uh, I believe some of the Twitter doctors out there, too, probably cleared him, too, which <laughs> that is a whole weird phenomenon of, like, the Twitter doctors out there. I don't get it. I'm, I am not a doctor. I didn't, even, I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. But uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, Jaguars and the Colts next up. And uh, a must-start is Carson Wentz because we keep talking about how solid and consistent he has been. Uh, you can pretty much plug him in and, and set it at 17 points and then hope he goes over that. Now, a little bit of a wrinkle. I don't know if you saw some tweets this morning that he is uh, he and his wife are uh, expecting a child uh, sometime this weekend potentially. He says the call could come at any moment. But he also told Frank Reich that he is playing with his wife's blessing. So... I don't know if you believe in 
uh, motivation or something. Maybe he has a little extra. Go out and show his kid how great dad can be. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> the other part of it, though, is that he's playing the Jaguars, uh, and their defense is bad. So you're talking about a guy who has been a consistent producer over the course of the season, playing against a defense that has struggled to stop anybody. And I, you know, look, may, maybe you're not starting Carson Wentz because you've got a, I don't know, a Josh Allen or a Lamar Jackson or somebody like that. But if you are streaming quarterbacks uh, or you just have a, a quarterback you don't really love, Carson Wentz should probably be in your lineup this week. Yeah, completely agree. He's been really consistent and I'm looking forward to you know this this week being a storyline in uh, the in season version of hard knocks we know that's going to be a thing absolutely I didn't think about that that's right because we get the we get hard knocks in November so this is totally going to be a storyline uh in hard knocks how Carson Wentz plays uh during the birth of his child (laughs) there it is uh last one for this block uh bucks at the football team uh what what should we do here you should start all of your bucks. And and this beat was a lot simpler yesterday before the news came out because we learned today Chris Godwin is dealing with the foot and A.B. and Gronk are still up in the air. But it's at the point, Marcus, where if those guys suit up, I'm starting them with, like, I'm not even going to think twice about it. The, the Bucks' offense has just been rolling. And if those three sit, then I think you still start Brady, Fournette, Evans. Tyler Johnson becomes a, a deeper add that you can get there. So O.J. Howard, if Gronk sits, I, I, I'm just – the Washington defense has been far from what they were last year, and the Bucks' offense is if one of, if not the best in football. So I mean, start them all. We started the year you know, saying, hey, maybe you should avoid Washington, and now it's – Hey, man, you should start everybody against Washington. (laughs) Amazing how things change over the course of a a couple of months there. Let's talk some Lions and Steelers. Detroit's still looking for their first win of the season. Don't like their chances this week against Pittsburgh. But I will also tell you to beware Pat Fryermuth, just because it feels a little bit like chasing the points uh, after his big two-touchdown game on Monday night. Uh, Look, I I like the fact that they are getting Fryermuth involved. He's seeing a lot of volume. Part of it because you have a quarterback that, as you mentioned earlier, Florio, usually takes a whole body effort <laughs> to throw the football downfield, uh, which is why guys like Fryermuth and Najee Harris are seeing so many opportunities. But when you look at it, you know, the yardage totals have never really been great. It's usually around 40 to 50 yards. So if you aren't getting that touchdown, uh, it does become hard for him to put up a decent fantasy number. Of all the things the Lions do poorly – Covering tight ends isn't really one of them. They're actually on the better side of that. At least they're middle of the pack, which considering how bad their defense has been, uh, you know, that's that's a significant improvement. So uh, maybe you're streaming him. Maybe you don't have a lot of options. But I would just say just kind of beware. Don't, don't expect what you saw the last couple of weeks from him. It could be a bad game script for the passing game there, too. Also, Najee Harris could just run wild on that team. That's also very much a possibility for this one. Uh, last one in a Sunday night football. Big one in the AFC West. The Chiefs. And the Raiders, it's weird to say the Chiefs need this win to make up ground in the division, but that's where we are right now. Uh, should be interesting, though. What uh, what are you doing fantasy-wise? I think you could start Hunter Renfro, and part of it is because the Chiefs give up a ton of points, especially to receivers. But the other part of it is Hunter Renfro has been playing really well this year and not getting credit for it. Like, he had nine targets last week, tied his season high, but he has eight or more in four of his last five games. He has double-digit fantasy points in all but one game, scored 17 last week, is three games over 16. I think part of it is we see, like, the picture of him when he was in Clemson, like, holding a bag of oranges or whatever right, yeah. it was, and we're like, I, I could be this guy. Like, <laughs> how is this guy in the NFL and playing well? But he is, like... 
Derek Carr throws to him often. He, he's the top slot receiver there, and he's just he's been productive. He's not a high ceiling receiver, but you could plug him in as your wide receiver three or flex and guarantee that you're going to get double-digit points out of him. I mean, they have a thing called third and Renfro. Like, when they get to a certain <laughs> distance, like, you know that's where the football is going to go. Uh, I do like that because they, they need some help. They need somebody to catch the ball other than uh, Darren Waller. By the way, I just I want has Hunter Renfro met the outfielder Hunter Renfro, the Boston Red Sox player? It's such a failed opportunity like, because they, they need, need to get together. To do something they do. They need to get together. We need a Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro collab or something like that. We got to make that happen. Um, this is when we give you a couple of sleeper options uh, as we head out. So uh, number one, who was a sleeper for you? For me, Kenyon Drake. Uh, he's been getting more work ever since we saw the coaching change there in Vegas. He had eight targets last week, which is more targets than Josh Jacobs has in any game in his career. <laughs> so they're not going to be throwing the ball to Jacobs. It's going to be going to Kenyon Drake. He's had 100 yards last week, over 70 in three straight, over 16 fantasy points in three straight. He's not the safest play, but he's showing us that he comes with some upside. He has a role in this offense. He's the pass-catching running back. And in a game against the Chiefs where I know the Chiefs' offense has been anything but good lately, but if the Chiefs come out looking like the Chiefs, the Raiders are going to need to put up points and going to be throwing. I do think that's going to be the case, and I do like Kenyon Drake. I Again, they're just looking for more targets, more guys to catch the football uh, beyond Darren Waller. I'm going to go with Jamal Agnew here. And uh, part of it is me sort of brushing away the tears at what could have been for LaVisca Chenault. Uh, but understanding that Jamal Agnew has really taken that role and done a very good job with it. It's still weird to see a wide receiver wearing number 39, but I'll learn to get over that. Um, and this is another game, though, where the game script could really favor Agnew getting more targets. I would expect that uh, the Jags are going to be, I don't think they're going to be trailing big necessarily against Indianapolis, but they are going to have to throw the football, I think, to stay in the game. They're finding more ways to get him the football. He's being productive. Uh, you see 10 fantasy points or more in three of the last four games. So uh, if you need a flex, Jamal Agnew could be your guy. I-, I like that one a lot. The Colts secondary has not been good this year. It has not. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, another one. Who-, who else do you have? Deontay Foreman. A- and I know I spoke him up a little bit earlier. I, I wouldn't say he's a sleeper in the sense that someone you could get into your starting lineup this week but he's a sleeper as someone I would go he's probably out there on all of your waiver wires I would grab him and just kind of stash him now uh, the numbers don't jump out at you from what he did last week but I think he looked the part like with the eye test AP looked slow to me Foreman looked like he had the most burst. He he kind of resembles Derrick Henry a little bit. Uh, I just, to me, he looks like the most explosive runner they have there. So this is kind of just a stash him in case AP looks slow again and he could continue to get more work. He's rostered in just 4.5% of NFL.com links. So he's out there. Yeah. He's and and <laughs> I, I have him in, in a good amount of those four and a half. <laughs> so, there, so there is. There, <laughs> this is the guy. This is, this is who you're, at, you're talking about. Uh, my last one is J.D. McKissick. And we talked about uh, that Washington offense and trying to figure out how to generate some kind of uh, some, some kind of anything, really. Part of why I like McKissick, not just this week, but going forward, is because the Washington defense isn't very good. And they're going to find themselves in a situation where they've got to throw the football a lot. Now, at some point, you expect Antonio Gibson to get healthy and maybe get more work. But McKissick uh, starting to kind of close the gap in snaps and in touches. And as long as the, the football team has to throw the ball, uh, then then he's going to be a very valuable part of it. And, you know, I don't know about you. I feel like this is gonna, this is a game where I think the Bucks are going to put it on them, and I think Washington's going to have to throw the ball a lot. And for a third straight year, the Bucks are allowing the fewest rushing yards to running backs. And what we've seen teams do in recent weeks is they just abandon the run and start dumping it off to their running backs. 
that's going to be J.D. McKissick, not Antonio Gibson. So I, I love this call. I think McKissick is someone that could have a really nice day this week. Side note, it's been a disappointing year for Antonio Gibson. Very dis- He's not – I know we could say the shin is hampering him, but, like, McKissick is getting all the passing game work, and Patrick Claybon knows I hate that. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, it hampers Antonio Gibson. He's purely an RB2 right now. Just not at all what we were anticipating after his phenomenal rookie year. Uh, if you want more sleepers, you can check out my column. It comes out every week on actually Tuesday afternoon. Wednesday morning, though, if uh, you want to be technical about it. Uh, NFL.com slash sleepers. And then uh, NFL Fantasy Game Day on Sundays. He's there. Kimmy Checks is there. Me and Rank occasionally stop by there and hang out and uh, you know do things. There, there are Crocs. There are KFC <laughs> Crocs. I am not making this up. They're plastic shoes with like a little drumstick on the front of them. It's wild. You should come check that out. Uh, starts at noon Eastern. You know all the places. The NFL Fantasy app, the NFL app, NFL.com, and YouTube. Come check us out as we get you ready for kickoff heading into week 10. In the meantime, that is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, if someone owns a piece of land, do they own it all the way to the center of the earth? Be safe, take care of yourselves, get vaccinated, enjoy week 10, and we will see you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! 
and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.